0: <laughs> it's thursday i guess okay cool
1: yeah <laughs> team super busy back at it again
0: yep 169 dirty you. Let's, get into it.
1: let's get into it
0: all right what you want to talk about first
1: man it's like, always so sad when you go to somebody's wikipedia page that just passed away and mm-hmm. some some person has already changed everything to past tense about their life.
0: Oh, that happens like, quick, damn. too. Like, it's almost instant.
1: It really does. Yeah, like, I mean, it's almost impressive. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder why people are so quick to want to do that. Like, take I a moment. Maybe that's their fra- way of grieving.
0: Maybe, Yeah. And maybe they're, I mean, yeah. realistically, maybe there are just some people who love, like, data and, like, things like that so much that they want to keep that up to date, you know? Um, even when it's a sad thing. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, uh, yeah there have been a lot of deaths. Um, Aaron Carter passed away. That was really sad.
1: Aaron Carter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was so surprising to me because, you know, it's usually like the people that live that type of hard life. um, They normally are the ones that are like stubbornly hanging on, like despite everything, you know,
0: man, he he was and struggling know, a lot. So I, I that's true. I don't want to say I wasn't surprised, but it was still really, really sad.
1: Yeah, yeah. He Man. actually, I was listening you know.
0: to Chrissy, Carlson Romano. She has the the um, actress who voiced Kim Possible and who was on Even Stevens and everything like that. Mm. She has a podcast, mm-hmm. and the day that he died, he was supposed to come on her podcast. So oh, wow, she was. What she did was in the beginning of the episode, she's like, "Hey, so he was supposed to come on this podcast. He didn't show up, so I just did a quick like fifteen minute solo." podcast to put something out there to be prepared and she kind of talked about her own sobriety and she was like just talking about like she because he was a no show in her mind and she's like I don't really you know I want to talk to people about their experiences good or bad and like I want to give a platform Um, and then she at one point she was like I really we just haven't heard anything so I hope he's okay and everything like that and it was so so like I she actually debated even putting it out But like, you know, was Mm -hmm. discussing the issues that, you know, took his like that ended his life, the disease that ended his life that presumably um, it hasn't officially been said. But, you know, he struggled with sobriety and um, it was a really interesting podcast.
1: Yeah. You know, I know that Hollywood seems to have grown up over the years quite a bit when it comes to that sort of thing. It seems like, you know, being sober and really taking care of yourself is more the style of the time right now, rather than just like that, you know, party attitude and everything and just being Mm -hmm. wild and stuff. But, you know, it's still there. Some, some people are struggling quietly. Some people are struggling louder than others, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's still there.
0: No, it is interesting how it's changed in such a short period of time. Like, remember years ago, how judgmental and shitty we were towards, you know, people in the spotlight struggling and everything like that. And now it's like, you know, um, Cara Delavine or however you pronounce her last name, um, like that actress, she's had some paparazzi photos taken of her and stuff. And she's shown up at events and she does not seem like she's doing well. Yeah. Um, seems like she's got a lot going on and all I've ever seen in response to that is like, people are like, it's, it's framed in a very concerned way. It's framed in you a, know, like, in a hope, I hope she gets help way. And I feel like we're just, you know, n- far from perfect, but much better at stuff like that.
1: I want right. to agree with you, but I also that- think a lot of that has to do with the type of media that we tend to absorb, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, it's a lot easier to curate the 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 media that you listen to on a daily basis. And,
0: mm-hmm. you know, we're
1: not seeking out like Kevin and Bean and that sort of thing or, True. you know, any of the shock jocks. Because, like, I'll tell you what, I turned on uh, our local radio station Q101 one morning just because I was fumbling with my phone and I had forgotten to charge the night before it was just dead. And I listened to the to the morning show and I'm like, man, these are just some angry, sad people. Fuck. (laughs) But that's what morning radio is. You know, they're doing all these like little self-deprecating jokes and everything, and they're talking shit about one another. But it's like it's not exclusive to just Key 101. It's like every radio station. Basically, they have this ongoing storyline where all the hosts kind of just tolerate each other barely, but they're, they're quick to still like cut each other up if something goes wrong, you know?
0: yeah and that just might be a generation gap thing, right? Like the people listening to that are they're not our age most of the time. Mm. We're listening to podcasts, we're listening to different mediums um that I don't think that appeals to us as much,
1: yeah, you got a point, so that's what I'm saying. I think it's a it has a lot to do with the type of media that we allow into our ears yeah um something that kind of almost Balances the line to that, because, yes, mm-hmm. there is, you know, someone taking care and being respectful of someone, uh, you know, going through struggles and everything like that. And then there's someone that feels like being a completely 100 percent honest about the type of life that someone lived or li- lives, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and uh, that comes in the form of Mark Maron, because someone else that passed away was uh, Gallagher. Stand-up comedian, of yeah. course, you know, known for the the o matic and all that stuff. Um, yeah, he he passed away, and Mark Marin usually does this thing where if a stand-up that he's mm-hmm. had on his show uh, dies, he plays the episode that they were featured on and says a little something at the beginning yeah. about like what type of person they were. It's usually very like complimentary and respectful, but he was brutally honest about Gallagher and about his attitude. Oh shit, really? Oh yeah yeah because they had a very confrontational conversation and he just explained like yeah you know we just could not get on the same page and you know you listen to the interview and you do kind of hear Gallagher like just trying to railroad the conversation trying to run it and Marin just trying to grasp control of his show and the conversation back from him and he's like look you know I almost didn't put this out there but this is the conversation we had. It's the only time we ever spoke. He cut it short when I tried to pursue something about Because I guess, you know, Gallagher has some things to say about the trans community. You know, he's, he's, he's. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So I he was that. like, I, I wanted to ask him about those things and he walked out, but here's the part of the conversation we had. He said, enjoy. And yeah. He just let it fly. And I'm like, okay. You know, you got a lot of people out here like, oh, you know, he bought someone's joy and entertain millions and stuff like that. But. Marin keeps it real and he just put it out there for better or worse
0: to me it's just kind of like damn another big like famous person died i didn't re- i don't really give a shit about him but it was like you know it hit in th- it hit in the threes the classic threes right it was aaron carter gallagher and gallagher and um um
1: kevin conroy uh, that's one kevin thing Kevin Conroy that, anyway.
0: died on the same day right
1: yeah yeah so yeah Technically, they have Kevin Conroy passing on the 10th, but the news didn't come out okay. until the 11th. So Kevin Conroy, of course, for those that don't know, uh, he's the definitive voice of Batman throughout all forms of media, basically. If it's, yep. if it's Batman, that's the voice that you're hearing, basically, uh, for the most part. He was, of course, part of Batman, the animated series that came out in the 90s. Uh, he was the voice of Batman in the uh, critically and uh, commercially acclaimed Batman Arkham games. So,
0: yeah, he's—I mean, to many people, he is the best Batman. Yeah, and yeah. that is the definitive Batman adaptation, right? Is Absolutely, the animated series.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's had a—he's had a career. He definitely has had a career, but nothing stands out more than his work as Batman from '92 on they have pulled him into projects he's you know they've tried to get other people in the role of course they've they've tried celebrities they've tried professional voice actors but it seems like they just kept coming back to him they just kept coming back to him even on stuff like teen titans go it was like yeah we need we need the goat we need kevin conroy
0: i mean he was even on in the the arrow flash universe like as Batman That's right. as like an older Batman like he he was Batman on screen in that instance as well too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it was one of those uh those crisis crossovers. Yeah. 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 So of course, uh you know, you can't talk about him without talking about uh Mark Hamill who uh is also devastated by this. I mean, you think about it. His his two biggest co-stars. He's lost at this point. You know, he was, the, he was the voice of the Joker on uh, Batman, the animated series. Mm-hmm. So him and Kevin Conroy would do conventions quite often together and, and you know, kind of play off on of one another. They formed a friendship over the years. Uh, but, you know, also, of course, Carrie Fisher is gone. So it's like he's, yeah. he's lost.
0: I, that one devastated me. Yeah. That, that, that one truly devastated me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So... You know, we we have all this work to look back on from his career, but it still doesn't seem like it's enough. And when you hear him talk about playing the character, I mean, he was still doing conventions even recently as like a month ago. And, uh, you know, you could tell that Did
0: people know, was he sick? Like,
1: yeah, I mean, he he had been fighting intestinal cancer for quite some time. Um, And you could you could look at him and see he was ill, but he didn't he didn't really publicly disclose what was going on with him. Um, yeah. But you could tell, like, because e- even the uh convention appearance that I just mentioned, they, sh- you know, he showed up, he had a, like a huge bandage wrapped around his arm or he had just gotten treatment yeah. for something. And yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we just, difficult.
1: we want to we want to pay tribute to him here and just, you know, wishes his family and friends uh, the best as we can. I mean, this one hurt. I got to be honest, like out of everybody yeah. like this one, like this is this is somebody who I, I looked up to as a hero for voice acting because he he knew what he wanted to do. He was fantastic at it and he was consistent, man. Like he really just. He was the best.
0: Yeah, it was it, it was incredibly sad and shocking, too, because I didn't know there were I didn't know he was sick at all or anything. Um, So when you sent me the message uh, that kind of came out of nowhere to me
1: yeah he um he uh even revealed uh late in his career uh in 2016 he revealed that that he was gay and uh dc comics put out an anthology in 2022 really? I didn't yeah know that. they put out a, a a pride anthology and he wrote a story for that called finding batman and in that story, he was discussing his experiences as a gay man, and Aww. it uh, it received critical acclaim. So I'm glad that he got a chance to tell his story as well.
0: Yeah, I had no clue. I don't remember ever hearing about that, but now I'm, I I want to read that and know more about yeah. him. That since he since he decided to share that, you know, yeah. publicly, yeah. I'm glad that that was his choice and not something that came out after his death.
1: Me too. Me too so yeah that's the big news this week you know I, I i wanted to do um a mini episode last week just talking to some folks some friends about uh his life and the effect that you know his his playing the character really had on them but timing didn't work out so you know we put out a snackulous episode instead to kind of take our mind off of things D and I. and uh you know yeah
0: yeah and uh you know, feel free to share your favorite Batman animated series episodes. Anything about him. If you met him at a convention, share that with us. You know, I would say share it on Twitter. I think sh- Twitter is going to be, you know, not exist by the time this episode comes out. But.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we should probably say rest in peace to Twitter as well, because the way things are yeah, looking Yeah, Twitter's right about now. to
0: shut down as we speak. It could shut down at any moment, really. Well, let's no, talk about the hypers.
1: let Let's fucking talk about the latest. As of an hour ago, it's been revealed that the entire staff of mm-hmm. Twitter is locked out mm-hmm. of the offices right now as they try to figure out what they're going to do. They, they, they had a letter go out yesterday that told people if they still wanted to work for this company, they needed to click yes on an email that went out. Because it was about to get extremely difficult and only hard workers are welcome here and all that other hyperbole that Elon put out. Yeah,
0: there, there was that. There was the heat already laid off a bunch of people. Um, yeah, it's a shit show over there.
1: He did away with work from home. He's, he's completely removing yeah. the option to work from home. Uh, he I He demanded understand. that all of the Twitter employees... <laughs> Uh, in Ireland, return to the Dublin office, which is damn near impossible because those employees don't live in Dublin because there's a housing crisis going on there right now. They are unable oh, to make that work. So we still don't know what the outcome of that was. But yeah, I, I mean, the sad part is just
0: a bunch of people losing their jobs.
1: Absolutely. There's going to be so many people, so many developers who are looking for work. It's, it's, fucking crazy
0: and you know there's a lot of bad shit going on in tech right now where people are losing their jobs anyway so right not great
1: yeah so yeah that's a shit show man it's it's sad too because you know we always talk about wario 64 the guy that gives all the deals for video games on twitter and stuff like that oh yeah he was helping people i tried to join his
0: server man it's crazy like yeah it's just people joining. There's You can't do anything with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially around the holidays, everybody wants those deals. They want to see where to go to shop for these video games for their yeah. friends and family and themselves, obviously. The new Pokemon just came out today. Everybody mm-hmm. wants that sort of news. And he's the source. So wherever he goes, he's taking a lot of people with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a Discord set up and then that new... Thing. Some people are talking about Mastodon or whatever. No one's going to use that. I don't know. Uh, I saw someone say, let's go back to MySpace. And I agree with that. <laughs> let's go back to MySpace. I want to have an elite top five friends. I want grainy pictures. I want terrible music, emo music when you go on my profile like I want this. I want it back. Let's go back. Okay,
1: so small problem with that. I think my MySpace login was tied to my AOL.com account. So I don't even know how to well, get into you're it. You're
0: better off just making a new account, you know? <laughs> you're better no, off. No, I want everybody trash. to see.
1: I want everyone to see those embarrassing pictures of me in college when I was like blonde for that year. I want everyone to see that and point and laugh. Like Cisco you made a sound, and your microphone was like, I don't know how to translate that. What? Is,
0: oh, was that a question? I said, like Cisco?
1: Um, I got compared to Cisco a lot, yes. However, I was a different shade of blonde than that man.
0: <laughs> I, I, the reason I'm asking is, I'm like, was that what the look you were going for?
1: No, I'll tell you what. Ex- what it was, my my girlfriend at the time was going away to college, and I was kind of like down in a in a very emo sort of way before our, the term emo existed. And mm-hmm. uh, my aunt was bored, and she was like, "Hey, do you want me to dye your hair blonde?" <laughs> and I was bored. I was like, "Hell yeah! All right, sure." <laughs> yeah, go for it. Lex, I had a full time job at the stock exchange. <laughs> I was new. Oh God. I come into okay. Work after the weekend, just completely blonde and, you know, just looking like, what the fuck? And uh yeah, I got there was a lot of talk about that, especially with these, you know, um uptight stockbrokers and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I'd know, imagine hey, that was that I was an interesting
0: uh Period of time. I I do want (laughs) to see pictures of this now. You should share share those in the Discord only.
1: Man, look, those pictures don't exist anymore. I intentionally destroyed all of them. They do not exist. There's no evidence. Valid. Go for it. There's. I think my aunt has one like video that she Mm -hmm. took of me at a comic convention one year, and I was blonde or that year. You know, Um, I asked her to take to destroy it. I don't think she did. She keeps threatening to release it. I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> What's your aunt's name again? What's no. her email? <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> anyway, We kind of Forever came out also.
0: Ah, I still haven't seen it, but I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Okay, no spoilers here, obviously. But a good chunk of our listeners actually did go to see it. Because they went with me. We all went. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks here in Chicago, we went together, had a good time, and saw this fucking tearjerker of a movie. Oh, man. You know, um, they keep saying phase four of, of the MCU was all about loss and everything and dealing with it. And I will say unequivocally, this is the the, the, the biggest proof of that being the 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 point here i mean it's yeah you need you need a box of tissues when you go see this film
0: yeah it's it's hard for me um to i think i'm gonna have to watch that one at home like i do because like there's there's something about when i think about chadwick um yeah I think about like, he's, he's a little bit younger than my dad, but like they have, they have the same cancer. Mm. Um, and it's just kind of like, ugh, it makes me, it makes me think even like, you just like, I think about him and then I think about like my dad and it just becomes all wrapped up in this whole, you know, I understand feelings. <laughs>
1: I understand completely. And I, I fully recommend that you do that. Because this I, movie, I
0: really want to see it. I just think that it's going to be an at-home, like more personal experience for me.
1: That's that's a, a great way to consider it, and I think that's fine. I think that's fair, and I recommend it. Obviously, hundred yeah. um, percent. It's. I'm trying to see how I can say this too. It um, it's two and a half hours long, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like two and a half hours, but you definitely feel kind of beat up after you see it too, you know?
0: Yeah, i imagine.
1: They don't let up at all. And uh, I mean, it's it's a work of art and Angela Bassett deserves an Oscar for it. I mean, not even just like, oh, hey, this will be a great feather in the cap for comic movies. You know, give this person an Oscar just arbitrarily. No, she put in work. You know, like, this was like a a historical film. She put in work. I mean, she's one
0: of the greatest actresses of her generation. Like, you know, I'm not surprised at all. I'm glad that if you're going to deal with such a heavy subject matter where the lead, your lead, passes away before you can make the film. If you're going to have someone, you know, help. Carry the second film, Angela Bassett is the one who you want, you know?
1: Yeah. But I'll just end it with this. It was respectful, it was entertaining. And yeah, I think Ryan Coogler and the rest of the cast got the job done.
0: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad that it didn't disappoint. Um, I mean, Ryan Coogler is such a brilliant director and writer that I wasn't... I'm not surprised that, you know, he made it work, but I'm still glad Mm -hmm. to hear it.
1: Yeah. So, obviously, because of the occurrences in the first movie, um, you know, we weren't going to see certain actors in there like Daniel Kaluuya. Um, Mm -hmm. But... He apparently has signed on to be a voice in the next uh, Spider-Verse movie.
0: Oh, interesting. That's cool.
1: Yeah, he's going to voice the Spider-Punk character.
0: Ooh, I'm so excited for that movie. Does that come out next year or the year after?
1: I think uh, it's split into two parts, and I think the first part comes out next year. Yeah, it says uh, June 2nd. Yeah,
0: That's going to be fun.
1: So that's something I hope to look it's not forward too to. Too
0: much of a cliffhanger situation if they're splitting it in two parts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hope not too. And I, I hope it's not a situation where they wait several more years to bring out the second. I hope it's mm-hmm. just like maybe the next year or a few months later, you know, because we <laughs> we don't need another uh Infinity War endgame situation. That was that was too long of a wait. We need satisfaction. So yeah, I don't even know I... if this is going to be the last one. I can't see them getting any more content out of this concept after the sequel, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: yeah, I agree um unless it's like not dangerous to go through the multiverse anymore for some reason and they keep playing with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean they got to fix that, right? Because we got to have Miles going to other universes. We got to have Miles show up in the real world and meet Tom Holland. You know, that's got to happen. Oh
0: God, that's a, that's going to be weird. That's going to be a trippy, trippy thing.
1: Somebody did a fan cut. cut. I've seen it making the rounds. It's been on, on Reddit and on uh, Instagram. Somebody made a fan uh, trailer for the next one where an animated Tom Holland does go through a portal and meet Miles and he starts the you know, the whole speech about how he got his powers and everything like that. And he goes, Okay, I'm doing this for the last time, you know, like they did in the first movie. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it was it was so well done. And it was just somebody put a filter on live footage of Tom Holland's Spider-Man to make it look animated mm-hmm. in that same fashion. And it was it was spot on. It was pretty great. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It's fun because we we got to experience obviously Spider-Verse like animated but we also got to experience the last Spider-Man movie where they kind of did the same sort of thing of like right. having a multiverse these other characters coming in
1: It's a tried and true concept at this point. That movie really was revolutionary. And I mean, comic movies in general have done a great job of introducing the concept of a multiverse to viewers in a in a digestible fashion, you know. And
0: Right, that multiple people like this can exist.
1: Right. Hmm. Because it seemed like something like that was just relegated to like Star Trek lore in general. Just like, Oh yeah, this is, this is a concept they've been doing on Star Trek, the next generation for, you know, decades (laughs) or decades ago, we were introduced to it, but Hey, now that Marvel's done it, even your grandma knows what a multiverse is. So everything's (laughs) got a multiverse. Now they have a Sonic cartoon coming out where he's going into the Sonic verse, They've got uh,
0: like a movie. No, a TV show? It's,
1: it's a Netflix series where he's going into alternate dimensions and meeting alternate versions of his best friends.
0: That's cool. I won't watch that ever, but that's nice.
1: <laughs> Wait, why, why are you so adamantly against Sonic the Hedgehog? What do you what do you do to you?
0: The, I'm nothing about that. Sounds interesting to me, but go <laughs> go for it.
1: Are you not a Sonic fan? Have you have you not enjoyed Sonic video games at all?
0: I played. Oh, I very much enjoyed Sonic video games. Okay. I played Sonic video games; they were fun. Okay. But like, I I don't care about the lore. <laughs> I don't care about I don't care about the characters. <laughs> I just wanted to like jump around and get rings. Yeah. that's it. That was the end of it. End of the game. Have you like when interest? you played as the guy with the tail and you could whip whip the tail around? Yeah. and fly.
1: <laughs> Have you any interest in playing the new Sonic game that just came out recently, Sonic Frontiers? Have you heard about this?
0: I, I don't, I mean, maybe if it's good, sure. Okay,
1: okay. So the, the, the twist on this one is it's a Sonic game. It it's it's in in 3D, not 3D, but it's like, you know, behind Sonic, over the shoulder, like the Sonic Adventure games. But it mm-hmm. it looks like it has a lot in common with Breath of the Wild. That's what people have been saying. Oh, that's cool. It happens in a more this realistic nice. environment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's interesting, Um, but I didn't even know this existed before you told me about it. So,
1: (laughs) so that's a no for you, dog. I get you. I get you.
0: I don't think that's a no. I think it's just a okay. Like I'm. That's the thing too. Like you only have so much money to spend on games, right? My resources. You know, am I gonna go get this Sonic game? I don't know. If you tell me it's great, and then it ends up being you know, five bucks somewhere used or on sale or whatever, then I'll probably pick it up. But uh-huh. I need high praise and low prices, my friend.
1: That's fair. And I haven't been able to give that type of recommendation on a Sonic game since Sonic Generations. That game was a lot of fun. And it usually is priced to own around 20 bucks these days. Like that game. Yeah. Highly recommended.
0: Okay. Um,
1: But yeah, this one I... I haven't played, and I don't intend to play it anytime soon because God of War came out last week, and that's taken all of my time
0: <laughs> yeah i um I haven't played the first one so or or the the last one like the the most yeah. recent one, even though you've recommended it to me, I've just never gotten around to it, but I've heard great things, and how was the sequel so far?
1: So far, it's a lot of fun. So far, it feels just like a direct continuation of the first game, which is what you want. Um, You know, it's it's produced for the PS5, so it's shinier and got better graphics going on and all that stuff. It just feels like an old-fashioned sequel, the kind that we used to get a lot more often, where it's like, okay, the first game comes out this year, and the next game is coming out two years later, even though this one took, like, I want to say five, maybe. I don't know. But... Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's worth the time, and it's getting great reviews. I'm excited to see how it ends. It's touching on a lot of things from the first game that I felt went you know unresolved. They're going back into the lore of the original God of War series and you know kinda talking to Kratos about that stuff, like, hey man, <laughs> like just and it's not a spoiler at all, but you know there's there's conversations that happen in the game while you're traveling from place to place. And one of the characters will ask Kratos, just like, hey, you remember all those powers that you had, you know, back on Mount Olympus with the lightning and the fire and the water control and Mm -hmm. all that stuff? What happened to all that? And he's like, I don't know. I I can't do it anymore. And then somebody fills in the blank and goes, oh, it must be because you don't have access to that place anymore. So you can't access those powers either. And Kratos just goes, yeah, that sounds right. Anyway, let's go fight these bad guys. (laughs) Like that's the reverence they give it. Just like, yeah, that that's in the past. Just move on.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's great. I'm sure that pisses off some people, but I think it's funny.
1: No, I love stuff like that because honestly, it's it's this is the best representation of it. This is lore, you know. This is this is um, mythology. I meant to say it's, it's literal quote, Norse mythology. This is cinema. This is cinema. Nicole Kidman is just lovingly staring at the screen. You know, mm-hmm. This is where we go to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a weird, what a weird thing. Anyway, so yeah, God of War. So far, two thumbs up. I'll give my final review when I finish the game a month from now. Um, I mentioned that that new Pokemon came out. Everybody's excited about that.
0: I haven't played Pokemon in a bit, so I'm. I haven't i'm no you know
1: i'm
0: like whatever about it yeah i've just been i've been replaying the last of us because the mm, tv show is coming out yeah yeah
1: we're supposed to get another trailer for that soon but i don't think i want to see any more of it i just want to go in fresh
0: yeah i'm fine with i'm fine with um seeing more of it because i know the game so well but Mm -hmm. you know I'm curious if they're going to make changes are they going to try to make it like there's going to be, you know, some time in between the first game and the second game. Are they going to try to like fill that out to make it a full series? Hopefully they don't overstay their welcome too much with that, but yeah, I'm very curious where they go with it.
1: Now, see, I'm okay if they make a little bit of, uh, you know, some changes in there because they have the creator or the director of the series Mm -hmm. on board as a creative, uh, you know, party. So, if anybody is allowed to make changes to the story, I'd say it's Neil Druckmann, and he's involved. So, by all means, it's like how they have George R. R. Martin on retainer for the for the um, Game of Thrones stuff. You know, like if yeah. the author of the yeah. book says, "Hey, it's all right, you can do this," then yeah, it's all right, go for it.
0: Yeah, I agree, and there's there's room in between those games to tell a lot of stories, right? Absolutely. So, I hope they don't exceed like four or five seasons tops but you know um i i think there's there's a lot of stories they can tell it would even be good if they did just three seasons they did the first season's the first game the second season is a whole new story and then the third season's the the second game you know what i mean yeah that would be good that would be nice
1: yeah plus i mean you have big stars on this show too and you don't want them to be like yeah well i gotta leave and it's like but but you're, you're, you're Joel, Pedro Pascal. You can't leave the show. No, I got a yeah. movie to do. I'll see you later.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he also has, um, what's it called? The Mandalorian, which I don't know how much more of that they're going to do. But, you know.
1: I don't know, man. Demand. I don't know. Like that that show, to me, it's living on borrowed time. I love it. But the end is, there's no way it can be satisfactory to people. There's no way. First of all, it felt like
0: last season was the end. And I don't I'm kind of baffled they're coming back and doing another one.
1: It was a big moment, you know? But in the extent an extended universe, people want to know, hey, what happens to this character after all this goes down? So they're like, Yeah, yeah, we'll just keep it going. Plus people seem to like it and the actors are still on board. We don't wanna make a George Lucas mistake and wait, you know, a couple decades to make another one. Let's just do another mm-hmm. season. You know, and that's fine if they have a plan. I don't know if there's an overarching plan.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that either. The Mandalorian.
1: But we'll see. And plus, you know, it's no secret that uh, Mando and the child ate up so much time in the Boba Fett series as well. So who knows what's going to happen on their own show.
0: Yeah, they're doing f- season uh, 3 and then a fourth season is in development. Damn. So,
1: that's a lot of that's a lot of Mandalorian. Not a lot I of don't, I don't pe- know if
0: that necessarily means it's going to be the same characters though.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, you never know. That would be quite yeah. creative. That would be that would be very daring if they just kill him off.
0: <laughs> I don't even think they have to do that. They can just
1: shift to I don't another know. Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, yeah, they could.
1: This was the Mandalorian. I like how they
0: did with the Boba Fett.
1: Now he's another Mandalorian. What are you can do? Mm-hmm. Follow this guy, yeah, or girl. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a female Mandalorian this time. Um, he's yeah. Wandering. So, Last of Us, which version are you playing? PS4. The remastered. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah, that's that's all I got.
1: <laughs> that's the sweet spot, really. Because it's still the original game. It's just made to look fancier. Where the mm-hmm. the remake is like just a remake. And of course, with those people kind of get weirded out because they're used to the faces of the characters looking a certain way and they don't look the same way that I would they do.
0: love I would love to play the remake just to play it. Okay. But but like I don't have a PS five and I'm not going to buy one, especially just for something like that.
1: That makes sense. Cause yeah,
0: I also just am like I, I I can't do a PS5. I have a PS4, I have an Xbox, and I have a Switch, and I'm I'm like this is a lot. I can't do anything else.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got rid of my PS4 when I got the five because it's it's backwards compatible one generation, so that's fine. And honestly, yeah, that's fair. I got a lot of shit going on. I, I even have too many games right now, and this isn't a brag. Right. This is just to say. I've spread myself a little too thin on the whole video game generation this time. I got the Switch. I got the PS5, the Xbox, and the Steam mm-hmm. Deck. Yeah. I got I got stuff to keep me busy. So, yeah, I'm not going to be going back and playing PS4 games anytime soon. I did make an exception recently for our friend Archie's favorite game, or one of his favorite games, Titanfall, because...
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that game.
1: Titanfall 2, actually. Titanfall 1. Now, this is the problem. This is this is why I don't think a lot of people got involved with this game. Because the first game was just a multiplayer yep. mech versus soldier type game. Right?
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: So it didn't do too well. It did well enough where they wanted to make a sequel. But this time in the sequel, they gave it a storyline. And they gave a single player mode option in there as well. Hmm. And when I tell you it's phenomenal, it's fucking amazing, Lex. You get to play... Hmm. Not only as a mech, fighting other mechs and stuff like that, you get to play a soldier going through different weapons and different areas and stuff. And you've got your own set of powers. And what's great about it, in most levels, you can choose whether or not you want to take on the bad guys just as a dude or as the mech. You can choose on the fly, in the middle of a a fight, if you want the robot to come and scoop you up like a wee baby and just put you into itself and let you control it and get the fight on, or you can have them as your sidekick. It's great. It's a fantastic game, but it's old. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you feel
0: it. It's clunky.
1: You could literally play it right now. I mean, just the fact it's not like on the front page of any store or anything like that. Like, yeah, it's on Game Pass. You could literally play it right now.
0: I was gonna say it's probably. I probably could. Yep. I was gonna check and see if it was. on like,
1: <laughs> It is on there. But I tell you, I bought it. I bought it uh, at Archie's recommendation, and it sat there collecting dust. And I felt so bad because he'll ask me about it every now and then. Hey, did you ever finish that? I'm like, I got this far, and I didn't get any farther. He's like, you got to get to the next level. That's the best part. And he was right. And I ate crow, and I went to him, and I said, I'm sorry, man. You were exactly right. This is a fun game. The voice acting is stellar. I mean, I I don't have a bad thing to say about it. It's just, cool, you know? They just didn't, they didn't hit it out of the park with the first one. So I'm like, eh, I'll get back to
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I had no interest in it because I'm not really a robots type of person. Like, I don't, I just don't care. Yeah. So, yeah, I never, I never played any of them.
1: But this is like, imagine Optimus Prime is your sidekick in a video game. You know? Yeah, that's cool. That's what it is. <laughs> he even kind of sounds like him. You know, when they have a, like a little rapport and stuff like that, they joke back and forth, him and his robot pal. It's fucking great.
0: Yeah i I literally did not. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, what's it called? titanfall had had any single player right i didn't realize that they gave single player in the sequel because i remember that being a really like wasn't it kind of controversial at the time it was one of the first games to do all online
1: yeah i think so because call of duty was going that direction but they hadn't quite pulled the trigger yet and i think titanfall came out and did so poorly the first one that it made the call of duty guys change their mind like yeah we got to put some Mm. single player content and so we got that weird Call of Duty with Kevin Spacey as the villain. You know,
0: <laughs> that was, I think, the last one I played. I think so too. I kind of enjoyed
1: it. I did too. You know, I mean, I it guess- was
0: fun because you had like on the on the PS4 in particular, you had like the robot you could control with the pad, like the touchpad and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, they, that's I, great. I thought that was really fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you got to shoot Kevin Spacey, so that was fun too. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a win-win. Right.
1: <laughs> Imaginary mm. Kevin Spacey, obviously, just clarify things
0: i shot the actual kevin spacey was i not supposed to do that
1: (laughs) some would say maybe i don't know um let's see what else uh for you john wick fans out there we're getting more john wick we had a john wick four trailer drop between episodes and when i tell you even if you don't watch the movies the trailers for John Wick movies are some of the best trailers. Like, if you think back at some of the greatest trailers of all time, probably in there there's going to be some Mission Impossible, you know, because they put out some good ones, too, for action movies. Uh, ironically, another another Tom Cruise banger, uh, the, the <laughs> Top Gun 2 trailer, fantastic. Yeah. Did a great job.
0: I still need to watch Top Gun 2. I've heard nothing but good things about it.
1: Same. But that trailer pretty much did it for me. That's all I needed to see. Yeah, you know. But my man in in the Mission Impossible, I want to say five trailer, jumping across that building and almost fucking missing and and biting it, or when he was holding yep. on to the side of that plane, amazing stuff. But it will never top John Wick riding through the desert on a horse, <laughs> shooting at people. <laughs> in a suit, like Keanu Reeves. In a fucking Three piece suit, Lex. It is amazing. This trailer is fantastic. I'm excited for John Wick four. I don't think you've seen them, right? You haven't seen the John Wick movies.
0: No, I haven't. Okay. There's a there's a dog death. I've never gotten around to it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. We got real angry. I went to see that at the theater. Yeah. Did not know about that part. And the group I was with, we were all just so killer. But yeah. it's great revenge porn because then. John Wick goes and takes care of the people yeah, and
0: he did it. he fucking kills everyone because they killed his dog. That's yeah. right.
1: It's instant karma. You got to love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it keeps going. And it's like, yes, now you've awoken the beast that is John Wick. Anyway, fantastic movie. I can't wait for it. There's also going to be a spinoff of another character from that universe called The Ballerina. It doesn't sound that uh interesting or intimidating based on the name. No. However, there's a certain mystique involved with the ballerina. But what's cool about this is is that um Ian McShane, one of the one of the actors from the film you may know him as uh was it uh Mr. Wednesday from American Gods on Stars. Uh he's just one of those actors. You know he's in
0: Deadwood too, right? Wasn't yes. he one of the big actors in Deadwood? Yes, yeah. he
1: was. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he's going to be in it, but also Keanu Reeves is going to, um, of course, reprise his role as uh, as Wick in there. That's so, cool. Yeah. I like that, that they're not going to just like be like, oh yeah, where's John Wick? Oh, he's having adventures on the other side of the world. Anyway, here's all these characters that you kind of care about, but not really. No, it's like, look, man, it's the same universe. Here. Have some John Wick and fall in love with these people, too.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I like that approach. So, that should be good. Looking forward to that.
0: What else we got? Oh, I saw this article about James Cameron. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How basically like he's already kind of being like, I'm going to rage quit Avatar if we don't, if it's not successful, I'm going to throw a temper tantrum if people don't like my movie the way that I think they should like it.
1: Well, I know you're interested in these films. So I am too, to an extent. I, I'm curious to see where they go with this after so long. Um and but after seeing the <laughs> after seeing the the uh, telecons in uh in uh Wakanda Forever, <laughs> he's got a lot of work to do as far as like making me care about underwater fight scenes.
0: Yeah, and I everyone's, like, talking about the technology. He's got this new technology and everything like that, like, just like they did with the first one, right? So now it's him filming underwater. Like, he, he had the revolutionary CGI in the first film, and now he's doing that, but he's like, and now we're doing it underwater. like. And I'm like, okay, how many gimmicks can you make? And he's and he's like, oh, I'm only going to do three Avatar movies if this isn't successful. I'm like, bitch, it took you 10 years to make the second one. I don't care. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't care. But I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm curious to see if it's going to make the money that... they. I I genuinely wonder if that movie is going to make as much money as they think it will. I could be wrong. I probably am going to be wrong. It's probably going to make a shit ton of money.
1: There are but, people that have a deep love for that first film. You know? Yeah. I, I'm not going to shit on them because... You know, they're movies that I really love that nobody gives a fuck about. And I wish they would go back to those universes. I talk about mystery men all the time. Fucking love that movie. But they'll never go back. Some people are getting their wish. Some people love Avatar and they're finally getting the sequel to one of their favorite films. And I'm happy for them.
0: And, yeah, I was going to say, and I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy for them. But. But.
1: (laughs) But, yes, I am not one of those people. I am like, okay, enjoy your avatar. If I can find a way to see that movie in one of those 4D theaters, you know, with the seats that rock and the water spraying and the mist and all that stuff. And, of course, the 3D glasses. You got to have 3D glasses, too.
0: All of that makes me nauseous just thinking about it. Oh, man. All of it.
1: And I think it's a long movie, too. So maybe I might want to cut back. Oh,
0: yeah. I think it's over three hours or something. I don't remember.
1: Have you been to see many 3D films when that boom was going on after the first Avatar? Did you go see a lot of movies? Yeah.
0: I saw Avatar. I saw Up was the best one that I remember seeing.
1: That's cool. I didn't know they had a 3D option for that one.
0: Yeah. Up was great. I don't remember the rest of them. There were a few of them that I went to. It really bothers me. Like, I it, it messes with me. Yeah. I'm not good with 3D. D.
1: So. I remember going to see Avatar and then that, remember that CGI Beowulf movie that came out?
0: Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a weird one. It was weird and it didn't really do much, but it was like one of the more grown up 3D movies that came out after Avatar. Mm-hmm. So they got a lot of people in, in seats to see it based on that. And I was one mm-hmm. of them. I saw it. I thought it was okay, but it was like, it was so long to the point where I was getting uncomfortable wearing the 3D glasses for so long. And with those movies, you can't take the glasses off or else you're just going right. to give yourself a headache looking at all those squiggly lines. It's
0: even more horrific yeah. like if you take the glasses off.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you're just kind of stuck <laughs> watching it in 3D unless you want to just go or something like that. So I don't know, man. I hope. Everybody gets what they want out of this, including James Cameron.
0: I don't know. I could go for James Cameron not getting what he wants. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Everyone else, yeah, sure. But I don't care. Well, you know, if he
1: keeps working, Sigourney keeps working too. So that's that's good enough. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It's such a weird thing, man. Like, I admire people who can work with their exes so long after breaking up with them yeah you know he does it i know the rock actually his his ex-wife is his manager and,
0: really i didn't know that oh That's yeah him
1: and uh him and danny broke up quite some time Did they have ago. kids they have one daughter
0: yeah and I, I mean that might be a reason why they can get along better too is that they have to work together in that way
1: yeah yeah but they've it, the the vibe that i get is that they've always been just very goal oriented, both of them, mm-hmm. and her goal was to make him the biggest star in the world, and she's not giving up on that. So, you know, yeah. it's happening. But their daughter, funny enough, she's now at the age where she's starting to get into wrestling, and she's in like a
0: uh,
1: a farm can- a-, a farm brand called NXT, and she just debuted, and people are like, oh why didn't she call herself a uh, rocket or the pebble or something like that? And it's <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? The Pebble. <laughs> and it's like, okay,
0: I'm going to call you sandstone. <laughs> like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> There's no way she can live up to her father's reputation, especially right out the gate. That's a lot of pressure on a person. So, you know what? Let her find her own path. You know, if she wants to come back to that lineage later on, that's fine too. But don't pressure that poor girl. She's living her life, you know. <laughs> anyway, back to the, to the subject that I was getting at. It is amazing to me because you know, you can you can work with somebody who he used to be romantically involved with and in the in the situation with the rock and his ex-wife, she's in a relationship with his personal trainer. So that's kind of that's yeah. kind of awkward too. But hey, the results are there. I mean, the man is jacked and he's got a Hollywood career. So he bet on he bet on the right situation for sure.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. I've I've been like listing stuff on eBay and I'm just like constantly getting messages. Oh. So I'm like, oh, leave me alone. Also, I made a mistake, okay. Matthew, and I need to share this mistake on the podcast so that others may learn from me. Uh-oh. So, signed a lease on an apartment.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Moving to Texas hey. in January. Very <laughs> exciting, fun stuff. What's not fun uh-huh. is that I wanted to get a quote um, for moving. Okay. Like a a moving van or something along those lines. So I signed up for a website. That was a mistake. Uh-oh. Because they have given my number to every fucking mover imaginable. No and i am getting hit up text messages phone calls emails all of it
1: oh man oh man
0: every fucking avenue they have been reaching out to me like i've it, this is like the seventh time i've had to like get rid of something today wow whether so. it be phone call an email uh you know a text message whatever it's been relentless. Never ever sign up for that, you guys. And it's all too expensive. Like it's all ridiculously overpriced. So,
1: so here comes the fun. part where it's like, all right, I sympathize with you. So now I'm going to share an anecdote of something similar that happened to me. Not trying to drive the conversation back to myself, but to show you empathy in this moment. You know, this is a conflict that a lot of people have in their heads, and I, I just want folks to know that I have that too sometimes. It's like, I don't want to take it over, but I also want to show that I understand. So I'm going with option B this time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, we just got past election season and fucking, if you share your number on any of those like, you know, surveys or, uh, you know, petitions or anything like that, or even if you donate, if you put your phone number in there, you're going to get lit up by multiple kids and these are real people and they will talk back to you so you can't just be an asshole like (laughs) yeah i find out the hard (laughs) way sometimes i have to
0: i have to text for work yeah and i had someone text me back go stop (laughs) the the stop which obviously we all do it but like, there's sometimes there are real people on the other end who are the ones typing that message to you. And it's really funny when it happens. Also, if you do that, you can't text them again, unless they're re-added to your system, like with their permission and everything like that. So you like, I literally could not reply to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was really funny.
1: I love it. Because yeah, it's happened to me a couple of times too.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll
1: be like, stop. Yeah. They're like, all right, man, it was fine. Just, you know, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. Put, but I just assume they're automated. Even if they're not, yeah. like they know to take you out of it after you do that. So that's fine.
1: <laughs> no, but one time I, I did the whole stop thing, like mm-hmm. some we'll say just for the story, I don't remember their actual names, but some dude named Tony messaged me about, you know, a a, a a candidate in my area. And I just said stop. And then from the same number, like, you know, Cynthia messaged me later on in that day. And I'm like, look, I don't want Susie. I don't want Sally. I don't want <laughs> Patty coming back to me later. Please take me off of this list. They mm-hmm. didn't come back after that. But it was just funny. It's like, you, you, you use a different number at least. Come on. Change it up. Yeah. I'm
0: going to, if they keep calling and keep doing this, I'm. It, it doesn't seem to be the same people, I don't think, but I'm just going to start blocking because I don't know what else to do. It's yeah. ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's.
0: But anyway, learn from me. <laughs> Usually, babies learn from me because it's been driving me insane.
1: Did you pick a company? That's what I want to know.
0: Yes, I have picked a company. Awesome. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use a moving company. I've picked a company to rent a, a van from. Nice. You know.
1: So. <laughs> have you yeah. ever driven a moving van before?
0: No. Um, I'm gonna be driving my car. Kayla's gonna be driving the the van itself.
1: Has she ever so. driven a moving van before?
0: It's not one of those big moving vans. We're uh, able to, we're going to be, it looks like we're going to, as of now, it looks like we're going to be able to fit everything in um, like a cargo van. You know what I mean? Okay. Like a, one of those big cargo vans. So that makes it a little
1: bit easier. Nice. You know, if you want help moving in, I highly recommend that you just get like a big tarp and some black spray paint, right? And then mm-hmm. you just spray paint free candy on the tarp. And you hang it on the side of the van. So when you move in, you're going to get a lot of concerned neighbors and kids coming up wanting some of that free candy. And while they're there, they might as well help you move some stuff, too.
0: True. That's a good idea. Thank you. I'm sure I won't get arrested or put on lists for something like that.
1: No, no, no. Because, you know, if there's anything I know.
0: Where I market it as candy.
1: (laughs) If there's anything I know about Texas. It's that you don't mess with it, meaning that they're the friendliest people on earth and they're going to help you no matter what. That's what it means.
0: Mm.
1: Don't mess with it, Leg. Yeah. Don't mess with it.
0: Don't mess with the kindness. (laughs) We're going to be on the same time zone.
1: That's going to be interesting. That is. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's usually how we start these shows with a personal thing going on. Let's end it that way this time. Or yeah. Right. Yeah. Something unique.
0: Like, wait, what?
1: That was, the end of, that was the end of the show. That's what I was getting
0: at. Oh, Oh, okay. I, I thought you were asking me to share something again because it became silent. And I was like, I just I just did.
1: No, no. I, I left the silence there for comedic effect. But no, we're done. Oh. All right, folks. If you want to follow us. um, Probably not Twitter, I guess. Uh, that
0: doesn't exist anymore, Matthew.
1: <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, there may not be a Follow us on MySpace. Um, yeah. Find us on MySpace. Uh, Instagram's still good. We still got that. Yeah. Lex and Matt over there. And of course, you can find us on patreon.com slash Lex and Matt, where you can gain access to our wonderful Discord server. It's fantastic. We got a lot of good people there, ready and willing to welcome you come on in chat us up talk to us we're there most of the times because you know (laughs) we we, we've actually curated that community so we like to be there
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's actually an enjoyable place to be whereas some of these others uh it can be hit or miss
1: that's right we're friendly so come on down
0: yeah yeah somewhat sometimes we're not
1: (laughs) sometimes we're real salty
0: (laughs) yeah it just depends that's part of it you signed up for it that's right you have no one to blame but yourself (laughs)
1: Sometimes we give angry compliments. You'll see what that means. Come on in.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So sure, there's sure. that. Also, uh, feel free to check out the last episode that we put out. I know it wasn't a traditional Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure, but it was a snackulous episode where we talk about this wonderful popcorn shop called Let's Get in here in Chicago and some other things, including the Planter's Nut variety for this holiday season. Oh, yes.
0: mm, pop off. <laughs>
1: pop off yo uh that's all i got nothing really going on otherwise yeah. i got
0: nothing to promote either yep. next week is thanksgiving next week is
1: thanksgiving so, that's so, that's cool. Cool. so time it,
0: off we all need it
1: enjoy yourselves enjoy that time off enjoy your family if you so choose to don't feel obligated you know what i always say take care of yourself first and foremost your mental and emotional health is more important than fulfilling so-called obligations they'll understand Absolutely. and even if they don't it doesn't matter you take care of yourself and you take care of that heart
0: oh that's the beauty of it you don't have to do a damn thing you don't want to do that's
1: right
0: because <laughs> you're an adult
1: <laughs> hopefully anyway as always I'm Matt Peters if you're
0: not an adult oh my god made it stop this listening far. go to bed
1: congratulations
0: no. I'm Matt Peters and I'm Lex Lutz